Welcome to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. The Bengals take care of business down in the bayou. Trouble in Brady land, but the Bucks are fine. And all aboard the Bills Super Bowl train. Choo-choo! Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Yeah, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen, episode 130. Holy shit, that's a lot of Jeff Hewlett, Michael Angeletti, and the mustache-twisting Huck Daddy. All 130 episodes, almost, brought to you by Huck Media and the wonderful people down on... uh, down in Toronto at Huck Media Incorporated. Big shout out to Leslie, wherever I go. She's always upstairs doing the stats. Thank you, Leslie. It's actually Craig Waits up there. Uh, <laughs> I'm down in Central Florida for the World Water Ski Show Championships with Team Canada, the water ski and gator capital of the world. Got to watch out for them gators. Um, yeah, big football weekend all around. We hope you guys survived. If you're still surviving, good for you. Uh, and Bill's Chiefs. Hard to miss uh, this new Manning Brady rivalry. And it was another delightful football game with the good guys coming out on top. A-A-A-A. Uh, wherever you're listening, Nihao, Previet, Hola, Bonjour, Guten Tag, Ciao, and Bonagam, which is Sri Lankan. And we keep doing it. It's probably the most Sri Lankan thing I'll ever do in my life. Shout out. <laughs> anyway, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for listening, sharing, and uh, being part of our podcast. Our organic growth is all thanks to all you look who's talkers out there. We couldn't do it without you. And thanks for participating in all three of our wicked contests brought to you by Bet Openly, Team LTD, and Storyteller Logger, the most delicious tall boy you'll ever have in your life. Hello. Uh, anyway, thank you, Huck Daddy, for being with us before you venture off to Ottawa to get fingerprinted and your criminal record check, because I don't know what you're doing with uh, the government, but apparently they need that. I said to Huck before the show, I've done a lot of weird shit in my life, but thankfully, luckily, somehow, criminal record, clean as a whistle. (laughs) Every time I go for a record check, it's like I cross my fingers, even though I know never really been to jail. Huck Daddy, you've been to jail? Overnight only. Yeah, I know. Whoa. I remember. That's why I asked. One one night's day. Yeah. Huck's the only part of Look Who's Talking who spent a night in the can. <laughs> Nothing criminal. No. Yeah, bullshit. No, bullshit. Was just drunk and wandering, I think. Huck's a bit of a wanderer. Interesting. Anyway, uh, thanks for being with us. We are currently coming to you from Central Florida, Centennial Studios with Weird Mike in Toronto and down at Huck Media headquarters on the east side. Uh, anyway, Hupix went 5-1, and one, finally. Actually have a week to be proud of, and we're back Woo! to almost 500. 17-19-1 uh, for the season. Again, in our five, this is our sixth year of Look Who's Talking. Never finished below 500, and we ain't looking back, folks. I'm on these teams like butter on bread, especially the New York football giants. 5-1, and one, who called it? It's the smartest thing I've ever done. All right. Uh, we're very fired up. I'm proud to have everyone's got a weird friend. This is mine, and he's actually fantastic at picking football games. My co-host, Weird Mike. How the hell are you? Um, despite the pleasant start to this show and the uncovering of Huck's dark side, <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty fucking cheesed, yo. Pretty fucking cheesed. Uh, bad sound last week. Chalked that one up to me, folks, not Huck Media. And I was eliminated from Survivor. And it's fucking cold out. And today is the worst 
week of the football year, the elimination after Survivor. Um, Huck, I wish you didn't tell me about your wandering side because I'm the biggest wanderer slash weirdo out there. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go ahead and blame you on this Survivor last year. You know what? I'm chalking this on. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead and point at yourself. You ready for the bumpy ride? Or is that right, the Dante? Uh, Huckster, you got in my head with this AFC South bullshit. I actually changed my double down pick of Tampa to Indy and changed back at 1258 because God forbid if I let the Jacksonville Jaguars knock all three of us wow. out of the survivor <laughs> pool. So I didn't. Oh, Indy knocked me out. Yeah, but Indy, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Houston. It's all the AFC South bullshit. Okay. Bottom line is you got six years of primo weird Mike friendship. That is far too long for something not bad to have happened. Okay. So I'm coming at you. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. All right. Huckster. God damn it. God damn it. It's going to be, I'm going to come at you at the Christmas party, but I have some defense for this because Didn't I tell you to pick. I told you Indy was a lock. Uh, yeah, I, was, I think if I you was, listen to episode 129, he told you to pick Indy. <laughs> I was chirping Jeff because he was all over Jacksonville. Yeah. Granted, it was a closer game than I expected. They had a nice lead for a bit. That was certainly no lock. And let me tell you, Huckster, I was ruining your day the other way right up until the final second. So it happens fast, much like on tour, on the podcast. Uh, of course, guns down, I'm coming for you, Huckster. But uh, fuck, we got we got to wait a long time. I don't know if there's a Survivor 3. I was so dialed in. I'm out, Hugh. Cemetery crew busted. Survivor burial. That's another thing, Huck, the tile. You put the Survivor burial. It was still looming while <laughs> I made my pick. I was Jeff's burial. No, it was my no, burial. No, it doesn't matter. I laid the flowers. You crash a cemetery, you crash a funeral, bad things happen, right? Well, of course. I think you got other issues in your life if you're crashing funerals. <laughs> well, I got the city uh, record for closest. Couple things come to mind here. It's always funny. I'm sure a lot of people look who's talkers back home. You deal with this in your group chats and you know, your betting friends. The same loss that buried Mike on Survivor won me like a thousand bucks because I live bet Pittsburgh uh, with the Jets. And the Giants and my money-making man Devonta Smith, yeah, uh, for another Jeff Hewlett special parlor. What a wild bet! The Steelers, the Jets, and the Giants. Twenty beans, thousand bucks U.S. Let's go. Um, but, but Devonta had we, it at half. Devonta had it at half. I don't know why Vegas is just undervaluing him, but it's his number is either three or, or sorry, it's four catches almost every game. He catches everything. He was the Heisman Trophy winner for catching stuff. So hopefully they don't catch up because I'm going to bet on this every week and he'll, he'll hit 80% of them. But before we get into anything else, because if this, if we were live streaming this, my DMS would be lit up right now, wanting to know, and maybe even wanting me and Mike to guess how Huck got arrested for one night. Was it like, you know, was Saga beach made two four just wandering down the street, pissed on a cop car or London or Guelph. The Huck's been around China. I don't know. It was Guelph. Hey, you're right. It could have been any one of those places. You just <laughs> Thank God um, it wasn't China. So the funny thing is, it was actually minimally my fault. It was St. Patrick's Day. And for those who know Guelph, the police station is kind of in between downtown and the neighborhoods where people live. And 
on our way home from downtown on St. Patrick's Day, my buddy decided it was a good idea to take a piss on the police station. Oh, no. (laughs) He pissed. We both ran. We both went to the drunk tank. Oh, my God. So you had a buddy with you? You had a buddy with you? Yes, yes. It was. Oh, come on. That's amazing. We we should do that, Jeff. We should do that, Jeff. Individual cells. I'm 38, man. I'd like to avoid jail the rest of my life. I can't believe I have already. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Hey, you know, it was, a, it was a different Huck back then. All right. He wasn't Huck daddy. He was, he was Huck baby. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, may I remind you of the reversal of age of our friendship? We were having tea and reading the paper as retired men at 23 years old. So yep. let's go ahead and throw time, the consortium that associates with it out the window in our friendship. Part of the reason we're into season six and many more in international friendship as we speak here at central Florida. You know, the closest I've ever been to like a major arrest was actually in Croatia scootering with Zach McGilvery without a helmet because he just claimed, what are they going to do? Well, I'll tell you what they're going to (laughs) do. They're going to fucking chase you. And then I'm not even a little bit surprised when Zach told us, no, 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 no. Just, 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 just run from them. Well, yeah, he was the first motorcycle or he was the first scooter. I was the fifth. So they were literally like bumping my scooter, like the, the Croatian cop car on the island of Havar. Uh, anyway, we got in the back of the cop car. One of my Australian buddies had something in his pocket. He probably shouldn't have. And I was like, well, we're, this went from like a party night that kept going from the morning. This is that yacht week in Croatia to like, wow, this might like really ruin our lives. And then I didn't speak Croatian. I didn't know what the hell this guy was telling us. Turns out Riley uh, just Google translated what he was saying and they just wanted a bribe. <laughs> it wasn't even expensive. So like 50 bucks each. We got out of the cop car. They never searched us. And away we go. And I s- still probably don't wouldn't wear my helmet because, man, it feels nice in the mountains. That's 50 bucks you've ever spent. Fucking right, man. If they searched David, it was over. Anyway, all right, on to football. Uh, the yeah. Bills with a big win over the Chiefs. The Giants with a nice comeback win over the Ravens. Lamar kind of gave it to them, but uh, that yes. Wink Martindale defense knows Lamar. That's what I told you. Not right on everything, folks, but I know my New York Giants, and I don't even know when they became my New York Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh, picks, <laughs> Hugh picks five and one. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, I told you. Uh, Joe Burrow, he likes the Superdome, all right? It's one of the hardest places to play unless you've had the best night of your life there. <laughs> like... The best night of your life. He, and he, he walks into the stadium wearing Jamar Chase's game-winning jersey from the national championship. Good game. Saints put up a fight, but nice comeback. Five and one, you picks. Uh, the smash and sprinkle went one and one. Coincidentally, Indeed. the only game I lost as well, Dallas Cowboys. If it wasn't for Cooper Rush's ill-timed, horrible Ooh. interception game, career-changing interception game against right. the Eagles, uh, the, the fiery Eagles. How about damn Eagles? I like that coach now. You got to like him. Nick Sirianni. Negative. You don't have to like him. I don't hate him. I, like I don't him. like him. I definitely don't hate him. He's just yeah. screaming. You see him screaming across the sideline. Fuck you. It's over because they were kneeling up nine points. Technically not enough time to exactly run the clock out. Dallas calls like kind of a meaningless timeout. Sirianni just goes full Philly on him. Like, fuck see, you. It's over. See, see that's, the, that's the downside of him. You know, <clears throat> you finally toppled the kingpin. You just got to. Anyway. Yeah, no, you're right. He's, a little, he's not my he's not my fave. A little more humble. He's not my fave either, but he's definitely different than who I thought they hired. You know, Every, everybody's least fave got away with another one on Monday night. He sure did. Oh my god, this guy! 
You know, is this guy going to turn all the way around where he, he's just like, he just doesn't care. If he goes all the way, if he becomes the Tiger Woods villain and just embraces this and, you know, like he should get a shirt. Somebody should get him a shirt that says fourth and what? Hey, how about that? Let's let's get that fourth and what? Fourth and what? That's, that's a good shirt. I'm- yeah, because because, you know, six, fourth and what? <laughs> fourth and 12, fourth and two. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Not- and folks, the kicker. The kicker. If you're not sure what he's talking about, the Monday Night Football game, Chargers versus the Broncos. Uh, again, you got to stay ahead of the curve here. The market overcompensated for how bad the Broncos have looked. I've been the most anti-Bronco man in pod- NFL podcasting, and I picked them on Monday Night Football because Staley is a weird coach, and he makes weird decisions, and that's exactly why they covered the spread. But Russ stinks. What a what a like the Broncos are stuck for six years. Both those teams look terrible. Yeah, they didn't didn't look good. Eh? Like even the even at the, even at the end, Herbert couldn't get a pass more than like two three yards. Like they oh had my to get, god, they had to get down the field to kick a field goal. He keeps throwing these little like two yard check downs. Like oh no, it was very weird. Also, random little betting note here: DraftKings randomly boosted Justin Herbert to throw one touchdown. 0.5 touchdowns from minus. Uh, it was like from it was some crazy boost where it went from like minus 200, minus 300 to like I even got money more. or even plus 200. I don't know. Some sort of crazy boost plus 800 or something, maybe $10 minimum or $10 max. And then in, for the second game in his career, he threw no touchdowns. <laughs> like crazy. I, I, uh, I know that shit. No, I, I, I told you guys about that in week two. I was staying away from the boost. And it was the Broncos with Javante Williams. The starting tailback to score one touchdown was all of a sudden plus 350. Yeah. Well, this guy's supposed to be a pro bowler on the third best team in the conference. Of course, he's going to get a touchdown against the worst team in the league. Well, he didn't. And now he's on the IR. And I don't think he's coming back, Jeff. Nope. Talking about career-ending moves? Anyway, Melvin Gordon's pouting. The guy's legit pouting like a child. On the sideline and Monday Night Football, Troy Aikman's just ripping into him. I was pouting with him. I had him on a same game parlay. I needed like I twenty what? more. I need like twenty Troy. more yards. You got to listen to Troy. Yeah, you can't be trusted. Man, Monday Night Football is so good. Even that yes. bad game, Troy and Buck are amazing. The Manning cast is also good, but I mostly was just watch Troy and Buck. So uh, Hewlett went five and one. Yeah, that's your best week of yes. Something else you're gonna Big build time. on that. You got honors coming up soon. Yep. I got my smash four and oh, bro. Wow. Let's go. Let's go, Mike. Monsters. Let's go, man. That's awesome. The result of me switching my indie survivor led to a rage smash. A rage smash down seven. Nothing in was indie. And I just nutted down 800 beans for basically pick them. And then I turned that rage once the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost. And I was crumpling up my head and put it all on the Buffalo goddamn Bills. Let's fucking go, man. How about that? And I'm going to roll it over on the Padres tonight. I'm rage smashing. You understand, folks? I just slammed my tall desk. I just saw Huck reach for his pen because that's definitely going in the label. Rage smashing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. We're rolling over. 
We're on a survivor tilt streak. It never goes this way. By the way, I've already made the bet, so relax, everybody. I didn't. I know next week's coming, and I'll be cold as ice. But right now, midweek, we've turned. We've channeled the rage. I got a tattoo, everybody. CTR, channel the rage. Channel the rage. Talk about it. A little prop note for you, by the way. The best way to get prop value is download the BetStamp app. Uh, you know, it's we were glad to partner up with them and be ambassadors for them, but it actually is fucking awesome download the app for me my favorite prop of the day prop of the prop of the day by the way is red hot uh we're nine and three now the one prop of the sunday that i say smash half your bankroll on so if you miss all your parlays you miss everything else that one prop's just gonna bring you home and uh hit for me tony pollard one of the most explosive players in football one of the best things that could happen to the cowboys is actually if zeke you know pulls a hamstring or something i never want any injuries wished upon anybody but no shit, man. That guy should get more touches. 44 yards uh, rushing and receiving for Tony Pollard. Uh, if that if that number stays below 55, I'll bet on that every week. Tony fucking Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys. Anyway, download the BetStamp app. Use the reference code. Hughes talking, all capital level letters, all one word. And for instance, Tony Pollard, enter that in, and it'll give you all of the sports books lines and val and like you know whether it's minus 110, minus 105, whatever. It'll give you the best one on all of the sports books. Download the BetStamp app. It's fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, keep following along at Hughes Talking on Instagram and at Hughes Talking on TikTok. Uh, And you can follow along Weird Mike at Weird Mike on Instagram, Weird M-I-C. And also at Huck Media for any and all media needs, drone flying, everything. Wait, Craig, come right here. Come right here. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time this season, we're going to give you 30 seconds of CFL news brought to you by Whoa. my son, Craig Waits. Whoa. Yeah, Jeff, those Argos are looking pretty good these days. What do you think? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, they, uh, yeah, they won their last game. I'm pretty sure against the Lions. That was a big win. So I'm, I'm pulling for a double blue this season pretty hard. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Doug Flutie still plays for them, right? <laughs> hey, get some Flutie flakes. That's my son. And that's 30 seconds of CFL news brought to you by the water ski barbarian himself, one of the horses of Team Canada, Mr. Craig Waits. Hey, hey. Also a so, golf alum. So that was uh, 30 seconds too much of CFL, <laughs> but 30 seconds not enough of Waits, buddy. Come on down. Well done, buddy. Good luck this week, homie. Yeah, he's, uh, man, I'm telling you, he's our war horse. Just basically in half of our show. And uh, just anyway, also, we have a we have a sweet condo down here uh, near Winter Haven, Florida. There's literally gators in the the like kind of big pond. That's where all like the kind of condo houses are. So you got to so keep the, your your screen door locked or them gators will get you. So the only time that you actually have your nameplate in front of your name on the Zoom call is when you're in Florida. Uh, yeah, that's, that's actually <laughs> okay. just because it's actually just because Huck made me change it because we're going to record this. This, uh, is, this is Steve Morrison's thing. My camera's still fucked. Oh, I would have loved a different <laughs> name in Florida. But I was right. That cute. It, it would have been. It would have been. But Huck, look at that. Huck. I know. I knew Huckster's on my bad side this week. I told you that's <laughs> twice already. He's going to get me on an edit stumble. I'll tell you, he's probably going to post that dick story that we had talked about pregame. Um, yeah, well, that's funny shit, man. So, yo, is there a Central Florida game? 
Is there a Central Florida Knights Ooh. game? Hey, yo, they were almost in the playoff, right? They got some mojo. Good question. I, I The tournament's this weekend, so I won't be able to go, but I'll go to a bar and watch it. There's a lot of sweet little pubs around here. Oh. We got these $2 tacos last night at some local Mexican spot. Ooh. It was amazing. Braised lamb. Let's go. All right. Back to Bring football. Your picks, I'll look up one. Okay. Um, again, we talked about trouble in Brady Land. Yeah. Guys get a divorce from a supermodel and they're splitting up like a billion dollars. I'm assuming that's stressful. All right. Uh, if, if Brooke and I have a scrap over the last bite of the McDouble, you know, <laughs> it gets a little uneasy. A divorce with a billion dollars on the line. Okay. But however, don't panic. Don't overcompensate. The Bucks are in the worst division in football and they're going to win that division and they're going to win a playoff game and they'll be right in the thick of things. Good time to buy stock on the Bucks. Unfortunately, we're a week late for your survival burial, Mike. Sorry about that. Also, another team to buy stock on. Sorry, you got something to say there, Mike? Sorry. No, I was just getting ready to jump down your throat for jumping down my throat about this. I got you. Yeah, I'll let it pass. I'll let it pass. Back another to you, team to, sir. Another team to buy stock in. Uh, you know, easy team to sort of give up on is the Green Bay Packers. And you know me. I like to bash Aaron a little bit when he deserves it. But more than anything, uh, you can, you know, the public is going to be off the Packers for a little while. They just lost to New York and London. They just lost to New York at Lambeau and two of the worst losses in Aaron Rodgers' regular season history for the last few years. But now's the time to buy stock on the Packers. Oh, right, yeah, now. This, right now, right against, now against Taylor Heineke. Yep. The, the darling of the DC area. Sure. You can call it whatever you want. Uh, yeah, the Packers. I will call it exactly that because that's exactly what it is. Yep. This guy, I don't know, man. This guy's something about him. The whole organization is just in shambles. It's yeah, not Taylor yeah. Heineke. That's true. <laughs> My favorite picture from week six was the Jets guy wearing the cheese head. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. By the way, this guy's Sauce? no joke. Is that his name? Sauce? Sauce? It's his nickname. Sauce Gardner from the Cincinnati Bearcats. Yeah. I believe he was the third or fourth overall pick, and he deserves it. He's like the number one man coverage corner in the entire league. That's over Jalen Ramsey. That's over Jer Alexander. That's over everybody. So the Jets aren't a joke, folks. Um, I'm staying away from that game. It feels like kind of a stay the far away game, Broncos-Jets. But, um, yeah, what? just don't sleep on the Jets right now. They're, they're playing some all right like football. It's, you know, they brought that San Francisco kind of don't have the game in your quarterback's hands type of game. Let's run the ball, mixing up our running backs and play great defense and punt. <laughs> well, let me tell you, they are, I'll tell you what I'm taking in that game. Fumble loss, one game parlay, each team fumble lost. That's the one game parlay. You understand? I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yes. 7.7 <laughs> 7 on the odds. 20 will pay 150 ish. Okay, the, the Jets hail in the Meadowlands, a.k.a. East Rutherford, New Jersey, a.k.a. the Swamp. Guess what's not the Swamp? 5,283 feet above the Swamp lies Mile High Stadium in Vesco Field. Fumbles. It's happening. Short I'd be week, very, Denver, I, they're rattled. I would be very impressed if that's the actual amount of feet. Like, if you just have that in your head saved up. <laughs> Sounds right. Do you, know how, do you know how I know that? How, no. Remember the Titans, bro. The guy drops the ball and Denzel Washington puts the ball in his hand. He said, you know how many feet in a mile? Go run every one of those feet and come back to me with that ball in your hand. Go. And then he Great goes. Movie. 
Great movie. Then you know what? Great I like it even movie. I like it sunshine. even more now. Huck's sunshine. like sunshine. Huck is sunshine. Huck is sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> I used to be like a cat call for one of my girlfriends, let me tell you. My buddy Ben Devlin's favorite music in the world is basically that soundtrack. You know, but you guys know, but yeah, it that soundtrack, great soundtrack. That soundtrack's like his go-to. If he can't like Spotify or anything, like yeah, fuck it, just play the Remember the Titans soundtrack. We'll be hearing one of those at the end. Oh, love it! I'm so excited now. I almost want to end the show. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into our uh, no, you know what? Truth of the week. We're just talking about those Packers. This one's quick. Uh, let's spit some truth at you. Truth of the week. <laughs> Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right, folks. The truth of the week is that sometimes in some games on some Sundays, there's these things called public lines where lines are specifically made just because of the way the public's going to bet, not based on today's reality. And the Packers at seven and a half uh, was what, what they call a public line. Vegas didn't really know what to do with this game. You know, the Packers coming back from London, they were up 17 on the Giants doing their Packer thing. And then boom. You know, football happens any given Sunday morning in London. Shit can happen. So what happens? Well, the Packers are playing the Jets. The Jets are traditionally this horrible team for the last 20 years, minus a couple of playoff years. And the Packers are the Packers. The Packers don't lose to the Jets at Lambeau. So who's Joe Blow going to bet on now that the whole world is gambling on football? Because there's a fuck ton more people gambling on football than there used to be even two years ago. Well, Joe Blow is picking the Packers at home versus the Jets, so they made it very expensive to pick the Packers because in today's reality, the Packers' offense is not covering seven points against any almost anybody. Uh, the, there's a lot of parity in this league right now. Like you lined up the Jets and the or sorry, the Packers and the Texans on a on a neutral field. Is it a seven point spread? I don't know. The the the, the offense of the Packers isn't there. But the point is, this was a true. This was a point spread based on tradition, not on today's reality. So when you see stuff like this, you don't quite understand what to do. Just think of what would the public do if they didn't weren't really watching the last few weeks of games and what would this spread be if they're trying to get 50% of the bets on each side? They couldn't make it Packers by four because 90% of the people would take the Packers, probably even me. So what was that glorious number? Seven and a half, even though Vegas did not think that was going to happen. Public lines versus sharp lines. That was a public line. And... Um, yeah, check out a couple other podcasts that let's do straight out of Vegas and RJ Bell's Dream Preview. Good stuff with some of the sharpest guys in Vegas. And they agree with me. Also, they put out their shit on Thursday and Wednesday. Or sorry, Thursday and Friday. So don't think that I'm just, you know, listening to their stuff and regurgitating it. This is all fresh, baby. This is all just Jeff Hugh, two big ears, and one half Russian spitting it at you. Nice and truthful. Truth of the week. Don't forget about those tiny arms. Oh, yeah. And I have arms like a velociraptor. How you like doing? a gator, like a gator where you are. That is Not very that. small. It's <laughs> too small. You're right. I shouldn't have said that. If people have never actually seen me, they're just listening to this podcast. They are now picturing like some sort no, of like, you're right. Amputated human. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from the bills game? That, that we absolutely have the best quarterback on earth. And your takeaway. And he, yeah. And like, I mean, there's a separation there now. Just the physical specimen that he is. Also, he's he's. I just love it. The efficiency on second down. It's like okay, like he's, you know, if it, if the deep shot's not there that we called, I'm just gonna run and get this first down. You know, he's not he's not throwing into as much coverage. He's just smarter. Like I always knew he was a physical, the the Wyoming farm tank, but now he's just playing smarter. 
So, and Leslie Frazier, that's a, it's a fantastic defense. I'm really glad we didn't lose him. And Vaughn fucking Miller is worth every goddamn penny, even if he plays two years, because he's winning games. He won that Ravens game for us, and he forced three punts from the second best quarterback in the league. Vaughn Miller, man, there's no way around it. He's making a difference, and he could get us that ring. I absolutely believe that. This Vaughn Miller needs to be a GM because this guy just attaches himself to the best rosters around. Okay, I don't. Whoever's running his tape, get behind the league management of one of these teams that's floundering. There's about six of them. The Jets are not one of them, <laughs> and they even got that big guy Mackay Becton, who's out. Yep. I don't know when that guy's coming out. He's a like, man, man beast, by the way. Holy crap. Is he a huge human. What a monster. So Bills, Jets. How about that? That might get flexed in. Could. Might get flexed into a game. Another primetime game for the Bills. The Bills have had two home games. Where are the Bills this week, Jeff? Bye week. The Bills have their bye. Yeah, coming off that win off the Chiefs. Like, so oh. we're, we're talking... Two let the secondary games. let the secondary heal up a little bit. I love it. We're talking two home games through seven weeks of football. Has that ever happened? Probably. Really? <laughs> Just gonna guess. Yes. No. No. There's no way. Got 32 schedules chance. times like 70 years. That's ago. crazy. My God. So they're back loaded on the home. I think that win was was a sigh of relief for the coaching staff. They just went ahead and did it. They made the play. They called it right. I think it was more about the D. But uh, Sean McDermott can exhale for a moment, especially heading into the bye, where they basically blew their load in the show-me state. Haven't we all? You want to hear something Definitely funny? Right? on a road. No, 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 oh. no, I don't. I actually don't. Yeah. <laughs> Huck <laughs> does. But Huck does. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, another thing that's kind of funny though, if I had done my Hugh picks before the truth of the week, I would have got the Arizona Cardinals at minus one and a half on Thursday night football. It just went to two. I lost a half point just by fucking reshuffling my deck here, but you know what? I'll still take them at two. Let's get right into it. Five and one last week, one game below 500 or sorry, 17, 19 and one, two games below 500, but we're fucking steaming right now. And keep following the prop of the day if you like money in your pocket. Here we go. You. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. The best place to bet all these spreads. Every time you bet, let's say you bet a thousand dollars, you're gonna save a hundred every thousand. Betopenly.com. Follow them on TikTok or Instagram. Bet.openly. One percent juice. Win more. Lose less. It's like the Craigslist for betting. You can be the bank. You can just post your bets, whatever you want. But I'm telling you, it's the future of betting. Shout out to Gino down in Palm Beach. All right. Here we go. Uh, gold pick. Forza. Titane. Screw you, Mike. I'm hopping on board. Uh, coming off that bye week, I still don't believe in the Colts. And I'll take the Titans to get back on track here. Minus three. With Mike Vrabel's rested defense now, King Henry's going to run down their throat. I got the Titans minus three over the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Colts are looking tired. I mean, there's a nice comeback against the Jags, but the Jags secondary have proven they can give up points to pretty much anybody. If you're letting Matt Ryan get that kind of yards with Michael Pittman, this guy isn't an all-pro. Uh, 
I just think it was kind of a fugazi offensive showing by the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm taking the Titans to get back on track after their bye week. Ryan Tannehill will be careful and they'll make it work. And they're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry. A careful game plan, win the game by seven and get back into this division lead. Take the Titans minus three. Uh, and I feel like that's going to go to three and a half at some point. I could be wrong because the AFC South, basically everyone's minus three. But I'll take the Titans off the bye week. Let's go. All right. Silver pick coming off their toughest loss of the season. I think after you face Josh Allen, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't scare you at all. All right, I'm taking the Chiefs minus three at San Francisco. San Francisco coming off a really weird defacing loss to the Atlanta Falcons. They were losing the entire game. They never really stood a chance. Weird, weird flight home. Kyle Shanahan, is this where we are again as a team? We got a great team. We got no Trent Williams. We got no starting running back. And we got Jimmy G, who's just looking very Jimmy G lately. I'll take the Chiefs minus three, just on the contrast. You just face Josh Allen. Suddenly that secondary is looking at Jimmy Garoppolo's little lollipop throws. No way they're losing. Mahomes ain't losing two in a row. And uh, yeah, just take the Chiefs minus three, basically over everybody except the Bills. And you'll do pretty well in this in football betting. All right. <clears throat> My bronze pick. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers plus seven on Sunday night football versus most likely Tua Tagovailoa's Miami Dolphins. So two is back. Does that mean the spread should be seven? I don't like it. All right. I'm impressed with what Kenny Pickett's doing. And I, I think, again, this team now, because they have their quarterback, I mean, he's not there yet. He's not some pro bowler. But there's a belief in that in that locker room. I'm happy to be a Steeler. This is the guy. And the defense stood up last week to Tampa Bay. And I just feel like Tua versus the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is not a good uh, recipe to cover seven points. I still feel like Miami might win this game. They got a good offensive game plan. They got great speed. But uh, Pittsburgh ain't going to just let Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle run all over them. And it also could not be Tua. So then you who you're dealing with. We don't even know. So this seven-point spread is, as we say, Bugazi. I don't get it. Should be like five, four and a half, maybe. Who have the Dolphins done late? What have the Dolphins done lately to be seven point favorites over the team that just beat the Bucks? So um, this will probably be what they, uh, you know, on the public side of things, but I don't care. Seven points is too much against the Steelers for a banged up quarterback room in Miami, especially on Sunday Night Football. The Steelers do pretty well in prime time and standalone games. As they say, if it's a five, it's a five star matchup because we hit it. Pittsburgh Steelers football. All right, number four. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals, now minus two as of 15 minutes ago, getting DeAndre Hopkins back to reinvigorate that team on Thursday night football versus Andy Dalton's Saints. Jameis Winston listed as questionable. I don't care. Uh, I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals. I get them by under a field goal and just chalk this up as a W. Uh, Again, the home field advantage. Saints coming off a tough home loss to the Bengals where they were winning the game for a lot of the game. Just kind of a, a, a loss that you come back in the dressing room, you're like, okay, like, are we a playoff team? Doesn't really seem like it anymore. And the Cardinals are fighting that battle right now, but they just got their best player back, DeAndre Hopkins, back, not coming off injury, suspension. And you might hate the guy more, but it means he's physically ready to fucking rock. 
So I'll take Hopkins coming back, minus two, Arizona Cardinals versus the Saints. All right, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions coming off their bye week and trying to save their season. They're currently one and four. They are plus seven to the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys with a bit of a rotation in the quarterback room. Cooper Rush, currently the starting quarterback, but it sounds like Dak will be back to start week seven. Totally healthy? Probably not. Wants his job back? Probably so. And uh, I don't think he's really ready. And even if he is ready, this is a that's a tough spread versus a, a good team. Uh, again, one and four, hard to say they're a good team. But they're a good offensive team, which means they can put up points. Can Dak Prescott and that offense, you know, match them? I feel like the Cowboys have a solid chance of winning a close game. But covering seven points, coming off that loss against the Eagles, I don't like it. So I'll take the Detroit Lions, who, you know, the losses, are, they've been tough ones. They almost beat the fucking Eagles week one. They got Amon Ross, St. Brown back, and whether he Swift is back or not, not really concerned with that because their backup running back's just as good. Uh, or not just as good, but you can fill that role. I'll take the Detroit Lions to actually be winning this game for a while and possibly lose on the last kick. But uh, the Lions plus seven's a gift. That goes up to seven and a half. I'm going to rage smash it, in the words of my man, Weird Mike. All right, my last pick. The Green Bay Packers minus five over Taylor Heineke's Washington Commanders. Yep, buy the stock low on teams like the Packers. They just had two very, uh, you might call them, you know, two very public defeats with 80% of the money, both games they just lost being on the Packers to New York, New York. New York, New York. Anyway, so that spread probably two weeks ago. The look-ahead line, I believe, was seven. It's now down to five. And uh, no Carson Wentz. Look, you can love Carson Wentz or hate him. They're starting him for a reason. He's a better quarterback than Taylor Heineke. Uh, Now, yeah, will they rally around him? Sure. I think Aaron Rodgers is sick of this shit. And right around, you know, I don't think he loses three. I don't think Aaron has too many three-loss streaks in his whole career. I don't think it's going to start right now. So Packers win the game for sure. And five, uh, they're, they're, just play the game out. Packers are going to get three or four touchdowns. Washington's going to get two. There you go. Those are your U picks. Titans minus three. Chiefs minus three. Steelers plus seven. Arizona Cardinals minus two. The Lions plus seven. And the Green Bay Packers minus five. Giddy up. Uh, you keep saying, let's work backwards, Hugh, on the rebuttal here. Okay, Jeff? Sure. Five and one. You know, you try and be a nice guy. It can't be. It can't be a nice guy. It's okay. We all said that about Green Bay last week. They got to score two touchdowns. Jets probably going to score two. I the think Jets defense too much. Is, Jets defense is way better than the, the, the commander's defense right now. Aaron Rodgers is most definitely tired of this shit, but the New York double was paying a lot, and he lost both of them. So, anyway, sloppy track in Landover, Maryland. Very sloppy. Very sloppy track. Um and the Lions handicap, I'm going to use the famous quote from Moneyball. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? <laughs> the Detroit Lions are not a good football team. That's fair. Do you understand me? I do. Okay. Yeah. I like them. I even bet on them sometimes. They're not a good football team. They're a high sure scoring team. Am- Amaran, St. Brown, I got some giddy up. Jared Goff, blah, blah, blah. What? Not good. What the- I, don't know how, I don't know how Dak's thing's going to go back. That's why I don't like, I don't like that game. Plus seven either way. I see it as a flashpoint. Either way, I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I don't know which way that Dallas. Obviously, they back Dak, but do they get behind him right away? Is he full go right away? Right? Anyway. 
two things that I forgot to mention. One, before their bye week, they got shut out by the New England Patriots. Yes. So, like, you're talking some max effort at practice for those, you know, week 20 and a half. days with zero points. Right. Um, two weeks plus seven. Right? Here's the other thing games in Dallas. Okay. Imagine Lions get up to a 14 point lead after a pick six. And like, there's that buzz in the crowd of like, whoa, should we just put Cooper back in? Like, is this guy really that good? And you, Dak can feel it the whole, we've all watched those football games. And I'm smelling one of those. Um, I really like the angry birds on Thursday night, possible tile huck. Going to be getting down. It's not going to make my board, but I'll be goddamn betting on those angry birds. Minus two. Guess who else is sick of this shit? Cliff Kingsbury and his remarkably beautiful home <laughs> is tired of this shit. DeAndre Hopkins is an angry man who is fully healthy, fully rested. Perfect time to come back when everybody's a little bit sore, banged up. night football, you got, you got tired secondary. Yeah. Anyway. Big. Also, and, and who's your ball? Is it Hugh? Sorry, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm mid bird here. I'm agreeing. This is the my strongest agree with. You're trying to take away the agreement. The desert climate, folks. It's real. I talk about altitude, gets all the headline. People going into an arid climate that aren't used to it suffer. Same sort of breathing difficulties. Desert, arid. How about speaking of Angry Birds, the Arizona hockey team, the biggest NHL up dog in Toronto, plus 375 with the win. Watch out for these hockey lines, everybody. We're a betting show. Crazy hockey lines. Don't get trapped. Uh, staying away from Miami, South Beach to a one hit. Pick it now, one hit with the thing. Hate the number. Uh, theme of the year, bro. Revenge. Jimmy, revenge, KC. You don't see it. You don't, don't see care. San Fran. I don't care if I back. If I if I beat up my sister when I was eight and she was five and she's really upset about it, regardless of how badly she wants revenge, she's going right back in the sharpshooter if she talks some shit. <laughs> Let me tell you, quite a disturbing comparison. Understood <laughs> and accepted, but it's not that long ago. And they're one of these um, teams that is kind of built the same, same core, not a lot of free agency. Everybody works through the system when healthy and not. I don't like to pick. I think, I think, I think San Fran finds an ugly way. I said early in the year, Casey would not win the division. They probably will, but I don't think they're going to be off to a torrid pace. They got a short week and then a crazy game against Buffalo. And now a team that hates them. For taking some rings away from them, they were beating the Bills for most of that game. Like they they look, played a good defensive game too. They looked pretty good. They just lost to the best team in football by four. Like you know, like um, uh, the gold pick Forza Titane. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Let me tell you, Indy got yeah, a couple calls. Indy got a couple calls on they that sure last did. drive. They sure did. <laughs> So Matt Ryan, I'll take every one of them <laughs> minus three, uh, take it at home off the buy. Like you yep. said, everything's minus three in that division. So yeah, five and one. Well done, buddy. Another hey. five and one gets you above ground. Yeah. A uh, little room to spare. Indeed. Stayed away from my giants this week. Kind of a weird line. 
Tell me plus, why. Plus three at Jacksonville? I don't why? know. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly just. Hold on. Hold know. on. The Giants are plus three at That's right. Jacksonville? That's right. The five and one New York Giants are plus three at the recently humbled Jacksonville Jaguars. Is that correct? That's right. How weird is that? That's, That's why I was like, what? I don't know. That's <laughs> the most bizarre line. Right? And, yo, you're going to get New Yorkers trucking down. There's already a huge New York base in Florida. That's weird. It was just, it was so weird that I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was like, it is spooky season. It is spooky season. So that's just, I guess it's a stay the far away game or not, or go nuts on it. Like smash the Giants. I don't know. I've been so pro Giants all year, but I was like, this line's weird. I want to hit it, but I just kept it out. I'm staying away from the Jacksonville fucking Jaguars for or against for a while. Fuck the Jags. But I, right. I, I, I still kind of like them. And we got a hundred bucks on, on who does better in the division. Them or the Colts, me and you. J-A-X, long running theme on this show. Indeed. Weird pick. 4-0 smash. 0-3 sprinkle. Real talk, 7-6-1 on the year. 1-1 one one last week. Couple of monster bets. Last two weeks, including the Colts last week. We will be smashing on the once again humbled Baltimore Ravens. Minus six and a half at home versus the now officially what do we do now Cleveland Browns. I don't think I'll ever see a team more inspired to play four quarters than Baltimore will this week. That is now the fourth coughed up. This is not a random NFC team that can pull out the trick books. This is not a high potent offense. This is a one trick pony that they are familiar with. And the Cleveland Browns will fade into the three and seven record that they deservedly. So with the Deshaun suspension, God bless Jacoby Brissett. It's not your fault, buddy. Wrong time, wrong place. Crab cakes reign supreme in Maryland. Baltimore Ravens minus six and a half, four complete quarters. Put the finishing touches on with a championship style drive. It may not look like it. It may not feel like it, but in that locker room, when they march the field and go up 11, that's when they'll turn the corner on their season. I know that team. I know that organization, and they're going to do it, and I'm going to smash on it. And I hope you do the same. And I will be sprinkling, not a heavy sprinkle like Huck did last week. All right. Another part of that. I, I upped my Cowboys bet when I read that tile. Once again, Huckster, I told you all, all episode I was coming for you. I took the words right out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're in the club. Seahawks. The former worst team in the league, plus six and a half at the short week, L.A. Clippers. Correction, L.A. Chargers. I just wrote down L.A.C. I don't even want to talk about them. This is all about high spirits, the Seattle Seahawks, versus a short week and depleted spirits. Despite the victory, took every ounce. They got a busted kicker, so we don't know if they're going to have kicking issues in the game. When it comes to a six and a half spread, that's going to matter. It's too much. And remember, folks, SoFi Stadium, 
when that game turned serious, the Broncos fans emerged at SoFi last night. I don't know if you saw a bit of that, but that happened. And the exhibition of football will continue at SoFi with this small invasion of Pacific Northwesters into La La Land. Seahawks plus six and a half. The headline on the sprinkle. High spirits versus short week. Too many points in too few days. Okay. Medium-sized sprinkle. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Uh, the Smash and Sprinkle, brought to you by Weird Mike, the, a.k.a. the Gambling Donut. Again, 4-0 on the Smash. Uh, does that mean that there was a week with no Smash? Because I think we're in week seven now of football. We got uh, 14 picks, 7-6-1. and one. I gave two bonus picks. Okay, there we go. 7-6-1. and one. Been 1-1 one and one for the last three weeks. Yep. Sorry. Okay. One thought that came to mind when you talked Tell about me. when you when you talked about Seattle there. Do you think it's to the point now where the G, general manager Schneider of the Seahawks is more excited to watch the Broncos suck than even like watch the Seahawks win? <laughs> like he's like his, his wife's like, honey, your team's not even playing tonight. No, no, no. Sorry, this is the best decision I've ever made. I'm like the smartest guy in sports right now. I'm about to watch my old quarterback suck again. I got two first round picks, two second round picks, a quarterback, a tight end, and like a fucking Corvette for this fucking guy, Mr. Unlimited. Uh, anyway, shout out John Schneider. You robbed the Denver Broncos. You did. I think uh, I, I, you know, I'll pull back my take on Denver. I think this coach is, I think it's a lot on the coach. Sure. And he's and not Russell, doing good either. And Russell is not committing to a guy that he knows regardless of what happens now is not going to be back. Like Elway's watched this guy drop too many balls. Right. And I'm sure he's going to drop one more before the season's out. Let's be honest. Metaphorical balls, like, like hack at the coach. You mean? Yeah. He's gone. Coach of the (laughs) So you have a semi engaged Russell Wilson. You have a Russell Wilson who now let me finish the weird take you. That somebody's got a quarter billion in his bank account who is exploring a new side of him. Remember, this guy's deep. This guy ain't no regular cat. This guy maybe made some investments. This guy maybe picked up a new religion. We don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson in the mountains. You think you know, but you don't know. And that combined with Hackett. And a very strong AFC. He knows he doesn't got the army to beat Buffalo. He knows he doesn't got the army to beat KC. So you have that. And it's compounding early. And I do believe that. I think they're going to be. It's not going to be the Peyton Manning success on the ground running. There's a different scenario. There's too much money. Times have changed. Russ is a different person. And Nathaniel Hackett is a Bati boy. Okay? <laughs> that is five variables. That is too much to overcome. You could do one, two, maybe even three. You start throwing in a fourth variable. Jeff, your life is full of variables. You can, I've watched you comfortably handle three to four. No problem. You throw that fifth one in there, man. Uh, yeah. Right. To say that Russell Wilson is not a regular cat, I believe is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> like, 
the the Broncos let's ride thing when he's been mic'd up for games and he just belts out cliches to the point where if I was on his team, I would just slap him in the face to see if he was real. Anyway, also, he's an undersized guy from Wisconsin, third round pick. And as you said, he now has like half a billion dollars. And I don't think he knows what the hell to do with himself. And I don't even think he cares. Like, fuck it. (laughs) I got a Super Bowl ring. He's not going to care until everything around him is where it needs to be. That's what's going to happen out of Denver. And, you know, in football, it needs to happen quick. Yep. Uh, just one more thing. I, uh, I really like your, I like your smash. Um, I, the, you know, the, the Seahawks obviously have been on them all season. Interesting game against the Chargers. We'll see. But I do like the Ravens to get back on track versus a team they know very well. And as you said, are a one-trick pony. Uh, they run the ball. And I think the Ravens are going to run it better. <laughs> so, um, and again, just as you said, they're going to focus all week on not giving up the ginormous lead they're about to get. All right. Giddy up. Uh, yeah. couple, Kind of a stinker on Monday Night Football. Bears, Patriots. But Bailey Zapp out of, I believe it's Western Michigan or Western Kentucky. Not, not a stinker. Not a stinker. No, no, I'll watch it. It's fucking NFL football. Billy B is back. Can you imagine, Mike, your friend, excited to say that? Billy B is back, baby. That was a coaching dissection in Cleveland. Sure, Bailey Sapp is the soup du jour. I'm in, man. I always get the soup du jour. No shit, though. This guy can throw the ball. He throws it a little harder than Mac Jones. Now, Mac Jones, they say, can go from, like, first read, second read, third read, and just keep his accuracy. That's why everyone loved him. That's why Alabama did so well two years ago. But, yo, Bailey Zapp, if you get drafted out of Western Kentucky, I'm trying to think if it's Western Michigan or Kentucky, when you get drafted by Bill Belichick out of a small school like that, like, you got something special where he's like, I don't know where the ceiling is, but I'm gonna, I'll give it a chance because, like, Bill Belichick doesn't waste fifth and sixth round picks like he fills his team with those guys so um shout out bailey zap western uh, kentucky western kentucky how about them hilltoppers how about them hilltoppers a powerful 12 seed in your bracket one weird mike and maddie J. a couple of shekels back in the day um they sling it at western kentucky they've yeah, they taken do. down some giants in that uh, one first or second game of the year. So, oh, speaking of, sorry, shout out Bailey Zapp, almost beat the Packers at Lambeau in overtime, and he'd be sure three and he'd be three and oh with a passer rating over 110. So he's playing pretty good football. Uh, just one thing more thing about college football, I'm sure we all saw it Tennessee, Alabama game of the year, unbelievable weekend of college football, a couple of overtime games, a couple of comebacks. But a wicked video on Instagram emerged. Someone from like the, the owner's box or like a really fancy, nice, like, you know, like box was filming the scene on after they rushed the stadium, after Tennessee kicked the last second field goal to beat Alabama, 52, 49, whatever. And literally right at the moment where one of the goalposts came down from this mass of people just taking down the goalposts. What an amazing event to be at, especially if you go to the University of Tennessee. Anyway, the camera is filming the scene, this chaos on on the field. And you think like, oh, my God, like, you know, you're always thinking like, someone's going to get in trouble for this, blah, 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 because people suck. No, no, no. Not in the South, not in the SEC. When you take down Alabama, so the camera shows the scene and then it literally pans to the left. And the the title on, on Instagram says University of Tennessee director. 
you know, Arthur or whatever, and he's got a cigar in his mouth and someone asks him, Right when the goalpost comes down, someone asks him, hey, how much is that going to cost? And he goes, I don't give a fuck. We'll do it every year. And he just takes a fucking swig of his cigar in the box. Uh, I, I love college football, especially down south. I saw a video of the goalpost making its way like down the street. Through the streets. That was the capper. And that is when I looked at my man, Craig Waits, and I said, the fucking pandemic is absolutely over. We got goalposts leaving Rocky Top after a big Alabama win and 100,000 people basically making out in Tennessee. I love it. Plus eight, that plus eight. uh, Everything but the survivor, man. I hit that spread hard. That was a gift. It closed plus nine and jeff i had a encounter with a dude in a pool in hawaii on my honeymoon the guy was lighting a cigarette in the pool at the marriott in maui and my wife at the time michelle made friends with his wife and we're at the park pool and i said to him i said hey jim i said you know i'm a big smoker and i like to break rules and all but it says it's 250 dollars fine for cigarettes Looks me right in the eye, takes the biggest drag of his marble red and said, I hope it's not 250 bucks to smoke. <laughs> Just kept lighting them up and finished another half deck in the pool. <laughs> oh, God, God bless those people. I love rule breaking smokers. I really do. I'm one of them. Uh, all right. That was a fun episode, guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram and yes. share the episode. We love all our all you guys who keep sharing that stuff. Again, shout out to our contest winner for Touchdown Survivor. and. Not this week, but next week, we're bringing back Touchdown Survivor. I'm really busy this weekend with this Team Canada tournament, and uh, it's just hard to manage because a lot of people are fucking asking for anytime Touchdown Survivor. It will be a staple in Look Who's Talking for years to come, and we will start it week eight, all right? Uh, shout out to Mike Morrison, Chris Mackley, Phil Nolan, and every fucking other person who's asking me to bring that contest back. I will. Just give me a week. Um, yeah. Uh, anything for shut the huck up. Forza Titani. Forza Titani, gold pick, baby. Uh, giddy up. Shout out to Boathouse Yoga, the official yoga studio of Look Who's Talking, located up in the cottage country on the lakes. Lake Rosso be in the home barn. You'll see Bowie there. Let's have some fun. And shout out to Storyteller Lager for providing over 24 cases of beer for all of our contests this year. Uh, We appreciate it. Delicious drinks. And have yourself a good time. See you this weekend. Go Bills. Giddy up. There's a place up ahead.